Welcome to Recovery Devon Podcasts. We're a community interest company working to support mental health recovery in Devon. Our podcasts invite people with ideas of all kinds which explore mental health and what it means to be fully human. Okay, hello and welcome to another Recovery Devon podcast. And we are joined by Debbie Williams, who is a Recovery Devon board member, director, friend, expert, advisor, all of the above. (laughs) A very a very treasured member of Recovery Devon. Um, oh, bless you, Sammy. Thank you. <laughs> um, and we're kind of, it's nearly time to talk today. So we're going to talk about the Happy to Share cards and how they got about. But before we jump into that, Debbie, would you like to introduce yourself and just kind of let us know how you kind of found Recovery Devon and your role with Recovery Devon and who you are? Where Big should question. I start? Questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm Debbie Williams. I live in the Teambridge area of Devon and for 35 years I worked in the fire service, 21 years in fire control and then the last sort of 15 or so doing a community engagement role. So back in 2008 um, I had a kind of breakdown of sorts and uh, spent four months away from work. I was quite unwell. I didn't recognize it. It was a friend who said to me, do you know what? I think you need to go and get some help. And I visited my GP. She signed me off for two weeks. I panicked and said, but, but, but I've got all this work to do. What? And that turned into four months of me being at home, being very unwell, um, not being able to leave the house, not being able to talk to people. And I feared for my job because I was in a role that involved talking to people. So I did go back to work in January 2009, and I spent the next year, 18 months, double checking, triple checking every single call, every single message, every single email that I was sending out. I'd completely lost my confidence and my ability to work properly. One thing I did realise is that we weren't engaging particularly well with people with mental health issues, and there is a fire risk around that. We know that now. And intuitively, I just wanted to speak to these people that weren't well, because that was my job. So I saw something called the the Autumn Festival of Recovery. It was being put on a two-day event by Recovery Devon in Exeter. And I thought, oh, what a brilliant opportunity to get these people on board. So I went along and sat through a a lecture or a talk by a gentleman called Malcolm Learmouth, who was talking about the use of art therapy in mental health recovery. And I have no idea to this day what he said, but halfway through, I just realized he's talking about me. I haven't recovered. This whole concept of recovery in mental health I thought just because I was well um, or I was functioning at work of sorts that it was all done and dusted but absolutely not I left the conference in tears I packed up all my stuff took all my cards I was planning on handing out and I left and that began my sort of foray into understanding more about recovery I started going along to the open meetings that were held at the time and I did that for years I did it for work, but I did it for me. And I discovered that recovery was what I needed. I needed to accept that 
I was changed forever in terms of how I viewed things and how I dealt with things and how I had to manage my own well-being ahead of everything else and put myself first in terms of what I needed to recover and come back. So I was really, really proud to be asked to come on the board and then later become a director of Recovery Devon. And I just, if it weren't for Toba Emmons at uh, Devon Partnership Trust thinking about this autumn festival of recovery, I don't know if I'd be here right now. That led me also then to discover the world of suicide prevention. I trained as an assist trainer. I trained as a safe talk trainer. I worked with Action to Prevent Suicide, intending to become a trainer, but unfortunately my poor mental health had left me with such performance anxiety, like now, when my hands are quite sweaty and my breath is becoming quite rapid. Um, I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. And for a long time, that really upset me that I couldn't do this. But what I can do is be there for people in my community, for family, for friends. I always had a thing on the side of my computer when I was at work, and it was a lovely quote by Edward Everett Hale. I am only one. I am only one person. And I understand that I can't do everything, but because I am that one person, I will do that one thing that I can do. And sitting on the board and being a director is something I'm immensely proud of and that one thing that I will do. So basically, in a nutshell, that's me. <laughs> Thank you. I get goosebumps every time I hear your story because I think so many people can relate to it that the thought of going to work and continuing and pushing through without even realizing what was happening, like what's happening. Um, we're taught life's hard, aren't we? And I think that sometimes we can just forget that actually we, we're actually in a dark place and we need some help and we, we need to focus on recovery and our mental well-being. Um, but what and but what a board member you are, Debs, the amount of people that you've helped and you know, when I first came to Recovery Devon doing the training with you, the lived experience training, it was just blew me away, like your knowledge of recovery and your ability to share your lived experience so well. It, yeah, very, very treasured member. Um, so you have you were a really big part of the happy to share cards that we're talking about as well. Would you like to explain the cards at all? Yeah. So um, back in 2016, Recovery Devon uh began the Recovery Devon Development Fund. If you want to know more about that, then go and have a look on our website. There's information about that, where we were, we had a small amount of funding to really sort of seed fund projects where people knew there was a need. They identified that there was a need and maybe they had an idea, be it art, be it outside in nature, writing, um, surfing. I, I can't really tell you how many different ideas we've had over that time of just very small individual projects where people have had an idea and thought, do you know what, this fits with recovery, this is going to help someone get better, or at least understand what recovery is and manage their way forward. Um, and in 2016, one of the winners of the small amount of funding that we were handing out was a lady called Karen Sprake, 
who had the idea of Happy to Share cards. So they are basically little laminated A5 cards that says on the front, happy to share my table. And they were given out to cafes, community centers, even businesses, I suppose, with canteens, where someone could place the happy to share card on a cafe table, anywhere that people are gonna to come together and sort of congregate communal spaces. And the happy to share card can be placed on the table, which indicates to anyone else coming in, say a cafe setting, and there's not enough tables, but someone's got a happy to share card on the table and it gives the person permission to come up and say, oh, do you mind if I sit down? And then the conversations begin. So cafe owners absolutely love this, restaurant owners, because it means they can fit more people in their, in their restaurant. <laughs> you know, how many times have you seen it? One person sits on a table with four places and nobody ever joins them. Whereas with a happy to share card sat on that table, someone can say, oh, do you mind if I sit down? So we worked with Karen and we developed a design for the cards. We had money from Exeter University. We had some lottery community fund money and we produced boxes and boxes of happy to share cards and then began the job of disseminating them out across Devon. Because it's got an email on it, hello, I'm happy to share. We were also promoting it and having inquiries from all over the UK. So I took on uh, with another uh, director at the time of, of sending these out. So we get an email from, I don't know, Northern Ireland, Derbyshire, and even internationally, we had an inquiry from someone in the Netherlands who wanted to take that concept and actually develop it further in, in the Netherlands in Dutch so that they could have the equivalent of happy to share cards in Holland. That's and incredible, isn't it, to go that far? The reach is just amazing. I just had a quick look at the um, Excel spreadsheet that I was using at the time, and I think there was about a hundred and 20 or so different contacts so the majority of them actually surprisingly reviewing them weren't in Devon they were outside of the county so this had the potential to reach so many people but then of course in 2020 <laughs> what <laughs> happened the pandemic and suddenly the message of happy to share <laughs> wasn't the right one at all so everything stopped and so here at Recovery Devon we know the reach we know the value it's got information on there about how to get in touch it has our partner organization contact and just really encouraging people to have those conversations reduce isolation encourage someone just to talk and say do you know what it's okay if you're not okay we get that we understand that we want to help so we are really, really keen for this now to be reinvigorated and to start getting the cards out again to all those new places that might have popped up, to all those places that we've had before that may have run out of their supply. So hopefully somebody listening to this now will have a look at Happy to Share, have a look at our website, recoverydev.co.uk, and actually think, do you know what? I'd love that in my little cafe or my community group or my little group that meets, you know, once a week. So, yeah, really, really excited that this is 
finally going to be up and running again. It's it's just so exciting to see everywhere that they go. These these kind of spaces they they're becoming more and more important, aren't they, for loneliness? And I can just imagine, you know, for, for like the the kind of children um, cafes that are popping up everywhere, um, where mums come in and they let their their child play in the little play area and they have a coffee by themselves and you know yeah. for mums or, or dads you know parents that are feeling isolated you know seeing that card and being like, oh, I'm just going to sit with this other parent that might be feeling just as isolated as me and just have a chat about maybe our children that are playing in front of us or maybe maybe not mm. maybe we're sick of talking about our children but yeah just that that it almost kind of feels like that that little sign that somebody might need in their day just to show them that they're not alone even if they don't take you up on your offer just that sign of oh I could sit over there and have a conversation with someone if I wanted to maybe I'll come back next week and see if there's somebody else if I feel a bit braver or you know when when it's needed and I actually took some of these to um a lovely children's well there's a community cafe but they've got a children's space in Ottery St Mary it's called the coffee bank and I gave the lady a, kind of a, a wad of them and just explained the concept. And she really teared up. And I was like, oh, are you okay? And she was like, it's just, it's such a beautiful thing to do to be able to invite somebody into your space and have a chat with them and just, you know, have a conversation so somebody doesn't feel lonely. You know, she runs this amazing community cafe that's just full of people and just that real community feel. Yeah, she just saw the real value in it and it just made her tear up. And I just thought, oh my God, that's amazing. And I love how Karen describes them. I've seen a video of her from the community development celebration day, I think it was, yeah. where she just says, it's such a simple idea. I just think that's incredible. It's such a simple idea, but it just goes so far for somebody. And and aren't they usually the best, you know, the simple concepts. And uh, I had a couple of cafe owners actually when I was going around. So I'd I'd go out for the day, I'd treat myself to a day out. And I remember going, I, I went to Axminster, I went to every single cafe, you know, I went to the Waffle House, and I went to all these wonderful places. And sometimes people said, well, hang on a minute, what if someone wants to come in, but they actually don't want someone to share their table? And I said, that's fine. You just fold the card over and put it down so nobody can see it. You know, it's such an easy thing to do, but being brave enough if you're feeling I remember feeling when I felt unwell I I just couldn't go out I couldn't interact with with people it, I, I couldn't go outside the house because people would ask me what was wrong this this previously you know confident person all of a sudden couldn't talk I used to go around the town at two o'clock in the morning I'd get dressed and walk around the town because I just didn't want to meet anyone. So I understand when things are really tough that you really, really don't want to engage with someone because it might mean you having to sort of talk about things that are really difficult. But if that's the case and you're in a cafe where there's a happy share card on the table, then just turn it over and face it down and you are going to be left alone. But there's almost that invitation isn't there by having that on the table I can imagine if I'd have had something like that that I would have made myself go to this cafe and I would have made myself stand the happy to share card up in the hope that somebody would just take me in hand and talk to me to make me to make me talk to them 
because I needed to learn how to do that again yeah you know I was broken I needed putting back together and if if we can do that if you know the isolation I remember um talking to a lady that I sort of looked out for many times and I phoned her one Monday morning and I said you okay you sound like your throat's a little bit croaky and she said it's perfectly fine dear she said you're the first person I've spoken to since Thursday the isolation that you know people living on their own and if we can just encourage us to get past our Britishness and not talk to people just be a little bit more open and after the few years that we've just all had don't we just want to embrace the concept of just being people together again and if happy to share cards can make that happen then bring it on that's what I say <laughs> yeah yeah definitely it kind of reminds me of that I'm sure you've probably heard of it but the story of somebody who um I can't remember where he was walking to a place and, and he was he was really down and you know having suicidal thoughts and the the thought of if somebody just smiles at me I won't go through with it it's almost it kind of has that kind of vibe to it you know of yeah. that there's someone here that will talk to me you know so maybe that's a sign for me to keep going for a little bit longer or you know you, something like that yeah I, I I understand and and it's really important to know that people that are having suicidal thoughts they're, they're very common they're very common suicidal thoughts you know one in 20 people at any given time are having those thoughts so if you're having them it's it's natural it's normal for you to feel that way if things are really really bad but there are so many people out there now who are trained and able to to speak to you about those thoughts and one of the things that I learned through working with action defense suicide and working in the realm of suicide prevention is people do not necessarily want to die they just want the pain that they're feeling to stop and if by sitting in a cafe maybe somebody sat with a cup of coffee contemplating their plan and moving to that next level the fact that there may be a happy to share card on the table and someone sits down and say hey you are yeah are you okay do you mind if I sit here can we have a chat can we have a coffee yeah might just be that turning point for that person to think here's someone I can talk to it's okay just for someone to sit at your table and say nothing and just feel the the, the power of that human connection you are valued you are worthy and I want to talk to you I want to sit here in silence with you and just share your space yeah you never you never know what someone's going through do you Absolutely. because even if you know that conversation could be about really mundane things like what you feed your cat but that mundane conversation could just completely change somebody's day or week or you know headspace that they're in and that's just something really special isn't it from in Karen's words such a simple idea for somebody they might put it down but that's okay if it if it changes something for one person for each cafe that you take them to that's amazing yeah um so yeah thank you for explaining those to us and um putting the word out there that they're back they're available <laughs> if anybody wants some we all the whole team have like four boxes in their houses spread out everywhere so please do get in touch and we'll we'll send them out to you or we can even pop into cafes and bring them with us and um you know keep in touch and keep topping them up yeah thank you
Thank you, Debbie. You're welcome. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we we leave? I'm just so thrilled uh, having having had such an amazing idea and running with it and then having to stop before the pandemic. It just feels so right now to be doing this relaunch. I'm just absolutely thrilled that we're we're kickstarting it again for, for people in our communities. I think it's such a valuable thing. Thank and you. thank you, Karen, for the original idea. It's just just stunning, absolutely stunning. Yes. Yeah, incredible idea. Thank you, Karen. And so we are doing a kind of mini relaunch on the 2nd of February, which is Time to Talk Day. We thought it kind of coincided really well with Time to Talk because it's getting people involved with, yeah. with chatting in cafes. Um, so please keep your eye out for on our social media um, for Time to Talk kind of events, um, blog posts, social media posts. There'll be more information on there. Um, and if you do want to get in touch, then um, my team member, Jodi, is, is kind of leading the Happy to Share cards. And her email is jodi at recoverydevon.co.uk. Um, please do drop her an email if you'd like any cards or if you are interested in more information um, about Recovery Devon or Happy to Share. Um, so, yeah, that's us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have ideas which explore mental health directly or in imaginative ways, Perhaps you'd like to create our next podcast. If you don't know how or don't have any equipment for recording, we'll do what we can to help. Simply contact us. Our email is community at recoverydevon.co.uk. Recovery Devon is a community interest company supported by the Devon Partnership Trust.